Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local podcast with the local stories from the KMOX newsroom for Monday, October 23rd. I'm Debbie Monterey. And I'm Tom Ackerman. The vice president of Latino Outreach for the International Institute is talking about their recruitment efforts to get homeless migrants in Chicago to St. Louis. I'm Tiffany Jackson. The city of Chicago wins, St. Louis wins, and these people that are in a humanitarian crisis can win as well. Our two mayors will eventually come together and meet, and I know they are both supporting the programs in their own respective cities to help make this uh, be a successful venture. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones is looking forward to welcoming migrants to the city, but the timeline is up in the air. I haven't had any conversation about that. Though no conversations have been had or are scheduled, according to Jones, the mayor says her administration will be launching an office for new Americans next month. Fentanyl seizures and deaths are already breaking records this year. The amount of fentanyl pills, fentanyl powder that we're seizing continue to rise. The number of overdoses continue to rise. That's Michael Davis, special agent in charge of the Drug Enforcement Administration in St. Louis, which covers Missouri, Kansas, and Southern Illinois. His office took in over 600 pounds of fentanyl in 2022 and in the last year thus far. We seized approximately 800 pounds of fentanyl powder. Uh, We also seize a a little over a million fentanyl pills. Overdose deaths are on the rise too. The cause, you guessed it, fentanyl. Over 1,000 ODs in just the St. Louis area last year. Agent Davis says one way to fight the war on fentanyl is to educate students in junior high and up. That's the perfect time to, you know, just to let them know about the different dangers that are out there because uh, today, if, if you ingest any uh, illicit drug, I mean, you know, you are uh, gambling with your life because a lot of these drugs are laced with fentanyl. Another way to fight fentanyl is to take down drug traffickers, just what the DEA did last week. KMOX reported how they helped arrest two dozen members of the Black Mafia family that dealt in drugs like meth, cocaine, and fentanyl. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. The Illinois legislature's veto session will begin tomorrow, and lawmakers will be revisiting several issues from the spring while also looking ahead to next year. Capital News Illinois reports the General Assembly could take up veto overrides on a couple of energy-related issues. One would have lifted the state's ban on new nuclear power plant construction. Governor J.B. Pritzker said in his veto the bill did not include regulations to protect people who work and live around the new reactors. The veto section runs October 24th through the 26th and November 7th through the 9th in Springfield. Melanie Steen, KMOX News. With the chaos caused by House Republicans, will any legislation be passed, like the billions of dollars President Biden's asking for for funding wars in Israel and Ukraine? Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth tells KMOX the Senate is going to push ahead this week. Pass a package out of the Senate. Hopefully we'll get this done, and then um, it'll be there uh, ready for the House to vote on. Duckworth says once the House gets, quote, their act together, perhaps they may be able to pass a special rule to just vote on this one package. Maria. Aquino, KMOX News. The empty House Speaker's chair could be filled by one of a half dozen Republicans or... Maybe not. GOP analyst John Hancock says if the Republican conference can't choose a candidate this week, then they'll probably have to get the Democrats involved. And the country can't afford, particularly at this time, more of this 
just utter sheer stupidity. Consultant Michael Kelly says it's unlikely the House would elect a Democrat as Speaker, but stranger things have happened, and Republicans up for re-election next year have to be awfully antsy right now. The Democrats are 100% united. It would only take four or five Republicans to bolt from their party. The consensus seems to be there's no telling who might be able to land the 217 votes needed to grab the gavel or how they're going to get them. Scott Jagow, KMOX News. St. Louis City SC will play their first ever postseason game this Sunday. Team spokesperson Matt Seebeck says a playoff push in their inaugural season is just the icing on the cake. We, you know, on the business side, don't control the results on the field. Yeah. So we really pushed as hard as we could in the community, getting out there with the food, the music, the colors. Uh, but to have the team be so exciting to watch and competitive on the field, we're seeing this really serendipity happened yeah. in our first season. It's, uh, it's pretty remarkable. City will take on Sporting KC or the San Jose Earthquakes. That contest will be decided Wednesday. From the KMOX business desk, $16 million upgrades to the main campus for the Fox School District in Arnold should be finished this year and for cheaper than expected, says Superintendent Dr. Paul Frigo. Despite the escalation in costs and construction, we're still $1.2 million under budget projected for this project. A big help in keeping costs down, a company called Navigator. They mull over change orders looking for savings before they're approved by the school board. St. Louis University has a redevelopment agreement with the city that allows it to do whatever it wants with the land and buildings in their campus area, including demolishing two historic buildings on Olivet Compton that Andrew Weil of the Landmarks Association says could qualify for landmark status. The statements that I've seen uh, are that uh, they want to get rid of the buildings and they do not they do not have a intended reuse for the site at this time. While he says they have the legal right to knock them down, he's hoping they change their minds. Weil says in getting such broad powers, SLU had agreed to put a signature development on a lot at Grand and Lafayette. Then after the redevelopment agreement was approved, SLU came back a few years later and said, oh, just kidding, we're going to put a quick trip there. And we can't do anything about it because Board of Alderman signed the redevelopment agreement and they have every right to do that. A meeting is scheduled today between a landmarks rep and the university. The buildings are remnants of Mill Creek Valley and tied to legendary restaurateur Tony Faust. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.